Hello and welcome to Thursday Lines. I'm your host for today, Nikki. Thursday Lines is proudly brought to you by Little Betty TV, topsport.com.au, Hunting Form and The Comics Lounge. I have MG in the studio with me. We've got Top Rope back for today. Hi, MG. Very profound, The Comics Lounge, because uh, that's all it's been for the last five minutes before we started recording <laughs> this show. Top Rope is in... Uh, Rare form. He was subbed out for last week's show, so he's fresh and ready to go for uh, this week. <laughs> Is he fresh? I'm not really sure. Are you fresh, Top Rope? Yeah, I am not fresh. I'm not fresh. Now, <laughs> former host, Hobie, and uh, current boss, with my others, uh, absolutely destroyed me. And all the, all the, <laughs> they weren't solely responsible, but uh, they played a major role in it. So, uh, yeah, I'm never drinking again. Which we're also uh, we're also sponsored this week by Sobriety. Get around it. <laughs> I can't partake in the sobriety. I can't. Yeah, okay. no, I'm so sorry. Victorians don't do that. We're in full flight down here. We had a huge, <laughs> huge uh, sporting oh. event yesterday. Oh, my God. It was for massive. Wednesday. That was, yeah, look. Um, None yeah. of it good. None of it positive oh. for Aussies. Well, I mean, I think her, firstly her goal, Sam Kerr's goal, was amazing. amazing. I mean, amazing. Yeah, like literally to watch that back <laughs> and just replay it again is insane. And um, and I think when you when I listened to that stat, they said that there is one million professional female soccer players in England, and then they can pick the best eleven. Now you think about that, and then compare that to Australia and how well our girls played. Yeah. Like that is yeah, it's done one of the best teams. It's a best player. Oh, to be commended, like the it, how they played against France and their hottie coach um, was <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> and literally, like we were, I was at the MCG on Saturday night, and no one was watching the footy until the girls finished. And you could just hear the screams. And I was saying to you, I think, mm. I think that's what threw the game off because it was a really odd game of footy. And I think the players could hear you could hear people screaming, and you knew it wasn't for what you were doing. I'll say this about about Sarah Kerr. She is as someone who does not like soccer, doesn't care for soccer much at all. She's one one athlete who makes it exciting. She's amazing. She's insane. Yeah. yeah. And and just for every little kid in Australia, whether you're female or male, like. Her kids. Or like, you know, Joss is 10 and all of his mates, they were they knew they were so excited to watch the game last night and they were like, you know, we hope we win. And, and I think when England scored the first goal, he was like, oh, it's going to be it. And, um, you know, but, but when she scored her goal, I, yeah, that was he crazy. doesn't care for soccer either. But, yeah, it was amazing. Well, great national sporting moment last night. Like regardless of whether you like soccer or not, regardless of what, 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 what your code of choice is, it was a great, a great national moment last night. And I might have gone down, but that is pretty proud. Yeah, I think what also good, was good top rope, it was the quality of game was unbelievable. Oh. Like it wasn't just uh, those couple of goals as well. There was a few, you know, it could have easily had five or six. I know you can mm. say that a lot of times in soccer. but You could have three. Yeah, they, and they probably should have. And maybe the Eng- England last goal doesn't uh, doesn't happen because it's obviously set up differently. But, geez, England's goals were just as good though. Oh, they like, did. Their strikes they're... were so were so clean. Like their yeah. first goal was, was top shelf as yeah. well. So, um, yeah, I, I think they've uh, – in the high standard games and the end of the uh, other semi-final, I know we'll cover them briefly later on with the odds and stuff like that, but the uh, the finish to the first semi-final was just mm. as good as well. That uh, that finish was great. So they have been blessed, I think. Uh, they've showcased some really good games. The women's hand will carry them a long way, especially in this country. Yeah, absolutely. And um, top rope. So we're going to Vegas for round one of the NRL next year or what? I am waiting for the jacket to get Look, I, I don't know if Vegas is the best place for someone who's going to be sober, but um, – uh, I will. You won't be sober. Uh, <laughs> that's what the smart money is suggesting. But anyway, at the moment, I am. Um, you got a, You got a big preseason to set up for for that top rope. We uh, yeah, Oscar Vegas big uh, big game. I was like up there watching South and the uh, Dragons on uh, 
in Cairns on Saturday and uh, South are one of our four teams who are announced to go, so they're pretty exciting. So I was trying to uh, trying to harangue their CEO, Blake Soy, to get me on the books to take me over. So I'll tell you what, this is this is the greatest gravy train of all time. The, the gravy train jumping to try and find themselves a, a freebie trip to Vegas. Everyone involved in footy is trying to be part of it. But how exciting, like those four teams. And obviously I think when they said before they announced the teams and you knew it was only going to be a certain few clubs that possibly could have had the ability. I, I find it interesting that Penrith haven't put their um, – you could not trust, obviously, the Penrith players in Vegas. Uh, <laughs> so they're all going to get locked up. So Penrith is like, no, 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 we can't go. Um, but I think I think it's going to be amazing. It is just going to be <laughs> – and not, they only need like 0.01% of the population to tune in or something and it's already more lucrative than – a 24, I'm not 24 sure. Not sure the, yeah. Did you say South were going? Not sure the Bunnies have got a great track record. Uh, with their players yeah, but they're, but they're led by um, what, what's <laughs> Russell Crowe. <laughs> Russell Crowe. Rusty's going to yeah. show them around. He's all right. He's got <laughs> enough money to bail him out, put him on the private jet home. He certainly knows the process, that's for sure. <laughs> it tastes me about sort of great quotes from, the, from a couple of from the Panthers player when they were on the 2001 uh, uh, Angler show. They were traveling in Prague and, and Luke Rooney was the winner at the top of the Panthers. Goes, what did you make of Prague? He goes, well, it was all right, but there was no toast over bedding, so I can't get that much around it. So, um, <laughs> so maybe great. maybe Vegas is the place for for, 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 for parent players and fans. But uh, uh, yeah, it was going to be a big event. Uh, there's a lot of talk about it being a resentment successfully. I'll believe it when I see it because you said they're going to point one percent of the population. I don't even know if they've got te- te- a television deal sorted there yet. So we will we will see. I hope it's a success. Um, yeah, that's what you get, MG, for being an international sport. I'm sure uh, hopefully maybe the AFL can open next year's season in Launceston or Ballarat or uh, Mount Gambier or something like that. So hopefully leave the World Camp. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, I can't no mean, I mean, no, no, well, I mean we've, we've tried games in Auckland and stuff, you know, smaller markets or what did we, we went to China and gave out free <laughs> tickets. But, I mean, it'll be same over there, Top Rope. They'll just give all the tickets away. No one's going to pay to go watch it. So. If they're actually smart, they will give tickets away. Like, like that would actually be the smart thing. If it's a long-term play, the worst thing the NRL could do would be to try to try to make money off this single event and be trying to charge 30 40 bucks a ticket for the game. If they're smart, they will they will attach tickets to every conference that's over there. They'll be giving tickets away and get some of No, I'll do their best to fill the stadium on free tickets. You people look at what this is. I don't know about you, MJ, but once you see rugby league, you know, you soon realize it's the greatest game in the world and you're not turning your back. So you're putting a little glimpse of it and they'll be all over it. You'd think that the Americans <laughs> already aligned to it because, I mean, you know, like AFL is very different to, to Gridiron, but obviously NRL is slightly closer to it. So well, I think that they'd be more, sure. yeah, I think yeah. they'd be more aligned and, and, and happier to watch it, you know. I don't pop rugby league. <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll, I'll, I'll watch every game every week. So, so you're coming to Vegas too? Great. No, I mean, I'm I, gonna work I, this I just don't rubbish other sports as much as other people in the room. So, you know. <laughs> he's uh, not even in the room. He's on a, he's on a teleprompter. Well, he, he's in the, he's in the production <laughs> area. But uh, I, I know, I know he loves AFL. It's just, you know, he's got to, he's got to build up his own sport. But, you know, I'm confident with the AFL. I don't need to do that. So, well, so you I'm going to build up my own sport. MG. It's about protecting my own personal brand. Yeah, anyway, it'll be good. What about your coach sacking? Do you consider that a coach sacking top rope, your loved one, or is this just more oh, of a handover from it, Wes? It's the most limpic uh, <laughs> uh, coach sacking of all time if it is. Are we talking about Benji Martin? Oh, my God. How do, how do you even do that? What even think, in, how does it even happen? I think what the interesting part's going to be is what they're going to do with Benji. So they got rid of Tim Shane. He'll stay at the year. And obviously, the, I think... 
And part of the plan, the Tigers are literally the dumbest football club in, in, in the NRL, possibly Australian sport. I um, think that they're going to throw Benji in probably a year before he's ready, a year before the, before the club's ready to kind of get rid of him. So, yeah, things are going to sound pretty. We got the Tigers, they're, they're, they're looking to throw a, uh, throw a club legend in the deep end. So, uh, he's, he's, he's effectively a bit coaching this year, so it's not actually a bit too much uh, interest. But, uh, yeah, I think Tim Machines is not happy with the whole situation. I'm not entirely sure Benji's happy with the situation. Seems like a rabble of a club from the outside top rope anyway. Welcome to the Tigers. I've been a rabble for 12 years and they're going through seven eight coaches. I met to God knows how many chairs here. The only consistencies are the, the CEO and the chairman take, and they take zero responsibility every single time. I haven't made the final since 2011, so uh, I, I don't have the longest dress in the AFL and Jeep, but uh, it's the longest strap in the NRL by a significant margin. Be a while since they've uh, they'll get back there. Oh, I think Nikki's team's Essendon's up there. I think they're running about uh, six and a half thousand days at the moment since they've actually won a final. That's always a funny count. Yeah, it's like to a see. long time. Yeah, well, it'll climb into the seven thousand after <laughs> this year. So it's a fair stretch. Mm, thanks for that. Do you want to get into some yeah, let's round get, 22 AFL scores? Yeah, let's get into the okay. footy. Okay, round 22. Mm. Jeez, it seems like a while ago. Um, we, uh, yeah, so actually, a pretty good round. Um, very good round results wise. Five of the nine results that you can see on the screen were under 10 point margins. Mm-hmm. So, with a lot going on in terms of teams being able to make the final and also the uh, positions of the top four. So, just a quick rundown that, yeah, Collingwood Geelong, obviously a big game for Geelong, just fell a bit short there. Collingwood, uh, you know, kicked two games clear on top. Unfortunately, the umpiring was disgraceful in this game again. Um, I'm just, you know, we don't want to get into it much. We've obviously covered a lot of ground already with uh, the talk so far, but just quickly, the it's got to need a major overhaul at the end of this year, um, both the umpiring um, and the uh, the arc as well. But uh, the errors they make on a weekly basis is just, uh, you know, it's just not acceptable in this game, I think. So that's a topic for another day. Um, Essendon, your mm. team, Nikki, gets a win. They've played uh, West Coast and Kangaroos in the last two weeks and, and just, won. Uh, just won both of them. Yeah. So they've got a big test to make finals in the last two rounds. Uh, the Sydney Swans get the job done uh, to keep their run alive. They've won six in a row now, so end Gold Coast season at the same time. Brisbane get the win. Uh, very important for them. It sets them up for a possible top two position. They've got Collingwood coming up, which we'll discuss shortly. Adelaide again, uh, get close and just get uh, lost. Might cost them a finals berth for this year, but uh, they're they're improving. Carlton in a very ugly game. I know they say it was a finals type and everything like that. I uh, more say it's for what it is. And when you watch a replay, a lot of errors, very defensive game, ugly to watch. And no wonder they were watching the women's soccer for the first part of the game. <laughs> but they get an important win, the Blues, and now they've won eight in a row. Melbourne, uh, shaky ground within the top four. The Derby, let's not talk about. West Coast, again, just didn't show up. I think it's their fifth or sixth time they've been beaten by over 100 points this year. So uh, they're disgraceful. And the Fremantle season is over, so it was a relevant game. Hawthorne, the upset, uh, probably the week, getting the Bulldogs done down in uh, Tassie there by three points. Uh, nothing doesn't mean anything for the Hawthorne, but could end up costing the Bulldogs a final spot. St Kilda, big win to uh, stay in the eight over Richmond. Ends their season. Richmond were very ordinary. Um and Port Adelaide, uh, big win. It was a, um, a big game for both. And uh, Port Adelaide, uh, off four straight losses, got a big win there. So seven out of nine faves, five of nine covers, five of nine over totals, and seven of nine for the home teams. So that takes us to 67% of faves, 48% of covers, 52% over totals, and 51% for the home team. Pretty good week for punters um, mm. in terms of favourites. Uh, two close upsets were Carlton uh, beating Melbourne yeah. by four points and Hawthorne beating the Bulldogs by three. So 
other than that, uh, I was a um, home ground advantage and also the uh, the favourites having a pretty good run. Yeah, thanks, MJ. Okay, let's quickly check out some NRL as well. Yeah, because um, Panthers got the uh, Seagulls 24-12, you know, fairly. Well, no, it was fine again. The, the Seagulls were pretty weird in that one. They were throwing the ball around all over the shop. First attempted kicking drill in probably 35 years, so that was pretty incredible to see. That part measure for the Seagulls. Uh, Winds of the Panthers started to cover though. Again, went well under. Uh, Sharks smashed Titans 266. Broncos embarrassed Eels 54 10. Here, Bellas lost Mitchell Moses Leaks for a period of time. So, their finals, uh, finals aspiration to hang by a thread. The Rabbitohs 26 14, but the Dragons should have won by a lot, a lot more. Uh, a lot of very dicey decisions made against them up in Cairns. Uh, Warriors bet Tigers 30 22. Tigers made a late comeback there, but Warriors always in control. Took for the Dolphins, 30 to 14. Dolphins had a ton of injuries in that one, so pretty uh, pretty impressive to keep this close to the dip. And Sunday, a couple of routes. The Storm absolutely humiliated the Raiders, 48-2. Uh, and the Knights absolutely smashed it up. Bertham, 6-0. Flyboys, they now won 42-6 here. So uh, tough, tough times for a few of those at the bottom of the line. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Okay, and a quick look at the bookie wrap there. So eight of eight faves, look at that, five of eight covers, four of eight over totals, six of eight for the home teams. And for the season, that takes us to 68% of faves, 47% of covers, 47% over total, and 57% for the home team. Yeah, well done to multi-punters who just uh, jammed all the favourites last week, except for Colette, so nice work. Uh, it wouldn't have been too, too such a lot of viewing either, but uh, yeah, made huge edges, so it's all kind of coming back to parts, but no massive, uh, massive season, season edges at the moment. Thanks, Topper. Okay, now we've had a quick touch on it earlier today, but uh, we're going to quickly touch on the global wrap as well because we've got a couple of big events coming up. So, Topper, can you walk me through the BMW? Yeah, BMW Championship, uh, second last event of the PGA Tour season. We yeah. passed for down to 50 this week. Uh, Rory and, and Scott at the top of the market, either John Rahm, can't lay uh, at the similar tier, and then we're going to drop down to Holland, Shoffley, and Morikawa. Uh, few this week. It's it's a very, very difficult course. You want to be very long off the tee. You want to be very accurate with your irons and you want to be able to get up and down. So uh, Patrick Count has actually won this event the last two years, been different courses, so he kind of can't do much of it. But his recording playoffs events has been outstanding. So I'm happy to pay him at uh, $12. Uh, a few others are a price that we'd be looking at. Colin Morikawa, $23. Tremendous iron player. Uh, Benny Arn and Tom Kim at both 51 plus. So then they're both uh, you got some U.S. tennis for me coming up? Yeah, the tennis as we lead into the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. So this week, both the male and the females are in Cincinnati. So all you're betting there at top sport. Um, yeah, it's uh, going well. The Aussies, Mac Purcell, had a big upset for a top 10 player um, overnight. So, yeah, it's a good form lead into the U.S. Open. So anyone who follows the tennis will be uh, betting in Cincinnati. Oh, right, Cincinnati. Okay. And the World Cup on Saturday night. Australia is going to play Sweden in the World Cup for third place, and Australia is 260, Sweden 262, not much separating, and the draw is 330. Yeah, not sure just quickly how both these sides get up. Australia obviously going to have one day less turnaround, Mm -hmm. and they've got to travel back up to Queensland, so it's a lot of mucking around. Going to be very flat after a game, and I assume Sweden would be as well. So um, I'm not sure how you either play for third or fourth or how you bet into this one, but, yeah, almost pick them. So um, I'm sure everyone will uh, give the Matildas a send-off. Of course, the Tillies, yes, in the final. (laughs) Spain's going to play England. Uh, this is on Sunday at 8 o'clock. Spain 266, England 285, and the draw is 290. So Spain's slight favourites. Yeah, not too much in it. Should be a cracking contest, and uh, I'm sure everyone will be watching. So. Oh, yeah. Have you got a tip there, Top Rope? Uh, 
England based on last night. England, England, England. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. They'll get their, they'll get nearly their best player back as well. Yeah. So and you'd um, assume they're going to have a fair bit of support the English here. So you know, I'm yeah, sure they'll get them home. One less day recovery as well might uh, might be a slight detractor, but yeah. All right, now it is time for Thursday lines, and it's proudly brought to you by Topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with Topsport. Okay, let's go to some quick premiership markets. So we've got some movement here. We do, MG. Yes, Collingwood uh, obviously come out. Um, just a uh, few injuries are occurring as well, and uh, we'll cover that game shortly coming up. Brisbane have been smashed off the map, so it uh, could be an upset on the cards mm. there. So they've just drifted. Melbourne have kind of held their price. Uh, Port Adelaide uh, on the third line and then Brisbane. So Brisbane's got a big game, have to win for a potential top two. Carlton have obviously the, f- the clear fifth pick and then uh, they branched out to the rest. I think Geelong have got to win their last two games to get in, so does Sydney. So branches out. But, yeah, I'm still uh, I'm still holding faith with Melbourne, even though they were very disappointing against Carlton. Yeah. Okay, you got chips in at the right price on, the, on two teams. Mm. I'm happy with that for you. Okay, let's have a look at your uh, – how did the stings go? Oh, Terrible. Sad, very terrible. <laughs> Worst week of the worst week of the year, Nikki. Um, vested two games heavily: the Carlton yes. Melbourne game and the Hawthorne Bulldogs. And that, <laughs> they were the two upsets for the week. So, those good selections by me. But yeah, no, a disastrous week. Uh, round twenty-two. So, has cut my uh, cut my pot in half. So, I will uh, have to hit back real strongly the last two weeks of the season. I have no doubt that you will. Top rope. We've got some NRL Premiership prices. <laughs> Penrith. Penrith are killing us all. It's uh, well, um. Yeah, men off on Paris can be very hard to beat, blah, blah, blah. Sick of repeating myself, but we'll highlight the Melbourne storm this week. One little fact the Pap is back. Not named this He's week. He's Playing this week, but was unreal in the Queensland Cup last week. Uh, Product some unreal numbers, was outstanding. And I'll include exactly how they're going to use him, not easy off the bench as a player, but the Pap is back. And the Pap gives, will not only give them that spark, had that comment missing the entire season, it was make everyone around him better because that's what the pap does. Everyone loves it. So, uh, got to watch the storm. Very happy to be on the storm, I think. Despite the price on the bright and despite how well they're playing, I would rather be, I would rather be the Melbourne storm. I'm not surprised you said that, actually, to be honest. No, no one's surprised. No one's surprised. <laughs> no. Okay. And a um, oh, little bit of a, not a great week either. Uh, no, no, it's not been a great week. It's not been a great month. It's not been a great back end of the year, Nick. So we'll uh, really brush over this the better. It's uh, yeah, tough, tough week. We had uh, some bad losses, the under 47 and a half, 48 points in the nights, and a few close ones, but uh, such is life. Such is life, but that's okay. We've got finals coming up, and I'm sure we're going to be all over it. So um, you want to enter your finals 40 for both AFL and NRL. You do need the GGOA and the Stings, and you can get that in the Little Birdie Live TV shop because they're not short of a bet, that's for sure. Okay, shall we touch on it first game? Collingwood, Brisbane. Here we go. Collingwood, a dollar eighty-seven. Brisbane, a dollar eighty-seven. Take your pick. No line over under one seventy-one and a half. Friday night, seven fifty. MJ. Yes, cracking game at the mm-hmm. dome. So unfortunately, uh, the crowd is jam-packed, struggling to get some tickets. So uh, you know, anyone out there want to throw us one? That'd be good. Um, in the uh, expensive seats also also helps there. But uh, first v second, um, Brisbane have got the advantage of this being at the Dome. So Collingwood have played twice there this year and won both of them. And Brisbane have won seven of their last eight. So big difference from the Dome to the MCG, yeah. which will help them. Collingwood have got some uh, big injuries mounting. Uh, go and Hill won't play on the top of Moore as well. So this is a good chance for Brisbane yeah. to get a very important win. So Brisbane need to win their last two to 
finish in the top two and get a home final. Mm -hmm. So um, really keen that uh, um, Brisbane, the market's been absolutely smashed. Collingwood opened six and now it's Pickham. And I think Brisbane will start favourite in this game. So if you're going to back Collingwood, I'd sit and wait uh, until jump time tomorrow. And if you want to back Brisbane, I'd uh, get in because I just think it's going to go Brisbane's way. I think they'll start favourite in this game. Head-to-head, head, they've won their last five against Collingwood. I know four out of five have been at the Gabba, but they hold no fear playing uh, Collingwood and they hold no fear coming down to the Dome. So uh, just a slight weird stat at the moment is the last 20 games now at the Dome, 19 of the favourites have won. So they're on a 19-1 streak. So could be important stat if Brisbane yeah. actually do start favourite there. Okay. Uh, pretty keen on the total here. Um, already backed this early. Open 168 and a half. It's now 171 and a half. So it's on the increase. I just think at the Dome, these two teams, um, good scoring. Collingwood's last seven games now have been over. So uh, pretty keen on Brisbane and like the over. All right. Thanks, MG. Brisbane and the overs there. Okay. Ooh, the Cowboys and the Sharks. I'm looking forward to this one, actually. This is tonight, 7.50. The Cowboys are $1.55, Cronulla, two forty five. The line is 5.5 and, and the over under 46.5. Yeah, pretty important game. Both teams on the fringe of the eight. Cowboys definitely need to keep winning to, uh, uh, to be a shot. Sharks have dominated this matchup. On nine of the last 10, covered 10 or 12. The only win by the Cowboys was actually in the finals last year where they uh, knocked out the Sharks. So uh, that was a pretty critical, uh, critical game. Uh, from memory, we might have been watching that at say fabulous restaurant. And Nikki's from memory, just a few wines at the races. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't mind the Cowboys here. I'm not not, not going to be overly invested in. But I've covered twelve of eighteen as a favourite for more hundred players in the country round. And interstate underdogs are four of them in the final three weeks of the season. Cover at forty three percent. Sharks aren't particularly good travellers. I don't really believe, and I'm happy to take the Cowboys here. <laughs> Saturday afternoon, GWS a dollar forty. The bombers are at two eighty. The line is fifteen and a half over under one sixty seven and a half. Yes, an elimination final that uh, we've got a few of them on the Saturday. Mm. So this is an important one for both sides because the loser uh, will not be playing finals this year. Uh, I thought the um, you know um, the I thought the market came out way too big here. They actually opened as big as plus twenty two in the market. Now you can see it's down to fifteen. So. Had an early play there on your team, the Bombers there, and I think it'll continue to to continue to get to the Bombers' way. I don't think the market's bottomed out by any stretch here. Both have got some important ins, um, Daniels and Bedford for the Giants, and Essen have got potentially Draper, um, Stringer, and Shield coming in. So strengths for both sides. Uh, I just yeah, I like Essen in this game. I think the the plus twenty two down at uh, eighteen and then fifteen today. So. Very good money for them. I know GWS have won seven out of the last nine. Weren't too, weren't, they were pretty bad last week on the road to Port, but back at home this week. Um, yeah, obviously be a final tight game. I can't really uh, talk about the total too much, but yeah, I think Essendon with a big start. That's a play. Okay, the Bombers there. I'm happy to cheer you there on in that one, MG. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we go uh, to tomorrow night, Friday night, 8 o'clock, Parramatta and the Roosters. Parramatta, 226. The Chookies, $1.63. The line is a flat four and the over under 43 and a half. I could not be more chips in on power in this game. Could not be more chips in. There's no better angle on footy than betting uh, betting on teams who were humiliated the week before. Teams off conceding 50 plus, uh, 71% they cover the next week. Off conceding 50 plus, they play at home, 78%. Teams off conceding 54 or more, 20 and 4 against the spread. Uh, they lost Moses, but they get Sebo, they get Campbell Yellow back. Uh, oh, I'll. We'll be damned if I'm backing the, the Roosters as a, as a road favourite here. I've got his father's turning as a favourite. I'm 16 as a favourite away from the SFS and the CJ. 
Chips in the ELC. Chips in on the ELC. Okay, in. all right. Let's have some we'll have some banter on Friday night. Okay, Adelaide and the Swannies. The Crows are a dollar fifty. The Swans two fifty. The line is eleven and a half, and the over under one seventy two and a half. Yeah, another elimination final for this one. Uh, so even though the uh, it's twelfth v seventh, uh, they're pretty close. Only one yeah. win separates them. So um, the away team, Sydney, they've won five in a row. Travelled Adelaide, who have been uh, unbelievable at home this year. So yeah, this is a very good contest. Uh, I'm keen on the outsider again here. I think Sydney. Uh, like the way they're going, Adelaide are very inconsistent. They're up and down, obviously very good at home, so it's going to be a tough road trip. I just think the plus 11 and a half is good value for Sydney. Um, I like the way they're going. Head-to-head, uh, -head, they're 9 and 4 against Adelaide and won their last three. So, um, yeah, I just think the value is in with this, with this side. Also with the over, I think there's points. They started too low in this. There was some weather around early, so I understand why they only started – down in the high 160s, and now it's crept in uh, to about 173. So it's risen by about five points. There's, the weather seems to have cleared here, so I think there'll be a high-scoring game as well. So Sydney and the over here, a double play. Sydney and the overs there for MT. All right, now let's go. This is going to be another good game. Knights and the Rabbitohs. The Knights, 210. Rabbitohs, $1.74. The line, two and a half. Over, under, 48 and a half. Yeah, I'm sneaking along to the Knights uh, in this one, in particular. They're just looking at recent form. The no team were overrated by the market and the Rabbitohs. Covered as two of their last 11. The Knights have won six on the trot. Have uh, covered six the last eight of a win. Covered seven in their last nine at home. Bodies are playing a very predictable style of attack. The Knights are all kind of playing yeah, a pretty interesting brand football at the moment. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Knights as a home underdog here. Nothing, nothing too silly, but I'll be betting the Knights at Okay, the Knights there. I like it. Let's do it. All right. Okay, let's check out the rest of the NRL games. So we've got the Warriors and the Manly. The Warriors, $1.25. Manly, $4. The line is 12.5, over under 45.5. Yeah, Warriors win this, but not paying it behind the 12.5 points. They've failed to cover their last three in New Zealand. Can't make a case for the Seagulls, but I'm absolutely very keen to be playing uh, over in this one. The Otis hit 11 of the last 13 between these two. It's at 56 and 3 of the last four. Overs 13 and 3 when the Warriors are scoring 28 plus. Yeah, like the overs in this one. Saturday afternoon, we've got West Tigers and the Dolphins. West Tigers, $1.37. The Dolphins, three ten. The line is 8.5 and, and the over under 47.5. Yeah, price is gone here. Uh, the Tigers off the map here. Two minus 2.5 and a half. And a half. Uh, key key outs for the Dolphins losing uh, five stars. We said Tabby Offer, Jeremy Marshall King, among others. Look. The Tigers do not start their shot that often and they cover as and less. But I think they're absolutely, absolute morales this weekend. Uh, to cover the cover nine or twelve at Combank, five or six in the day, they're playing pretty well. Dolphins, this season's done. They're playing a lot of genuine reserve grows this week. If the Tigers are anywhere near switched on, they should put a score on it. So, uh, you know, the big if on that one. So, not, not quite declaring them, but uh, uh, having about the Tigers this one. Then we move to Saturday, a uh, 5.30 game, Gold Coast and the Panthers. Gold Coast, 9.25. Panthers, $1.06. Line, 21.5. Over, under, 44.5. I'll tell you what, it's not very fun. Taking a massive plus against Penrith, knowing that they're probably going to keep the team back into a trial tour and just hoping that uh, Panthers don't get away too easily. I'm taking the plus 21.5. Not for any great reason. The times are pretty good as, as, as an outsider. It's covered four or five, getting at least three converted tries. They've covered four or five of the home underdogs, 10 or more points. Panthers have covered us three of 10 as a road favourite rating plus. Leaning towards the Titans here, but yeah, not getting carried away. All right. 
Uh, Saturday night we've got St George and the Storm. St George five dollars. The Storm a dollar seventeen. The line is fifteen and a half, and the over under forty five and a half. Come on, watching. Uh, 15 and 80 against the spread is an interstate favourite of 12 and a half or more. The Storm, they are just so good on the road of that for really underrated. They are warming into it. They've covered 16 out of 24, scoring 40. Just his every box. Everything, the, the pieces are moving nicely for Bellamy. He's kind of, looks like he's getting them ready. He might be the bark coming of, of this year's hour. He's getting ready for the comps. So, uh, yeah, love, absolutely love the Storm this week. I would be taking the minus all, all day or all night and probably a little bit more. That is awesome to hear. Okay, the storm there. Thank you. And then the last game we've got um, Sunday afternoon, we've got the Raiders and the Bulldogs. Raiders $1.34, Bulldogs three twenty five. The line is 9.5, over under 45.5. What a low game between two low, low teams. It is uh, up quite an year. The Raiders are awful as favourites because 17 and 50 was a favourite. Big cross. The Bulldogs, they're just awful. They are one of four teams in the last decade to have been conceding 30-plus against we can see the teams that aren't, aren't any good. So, look, the case for the Raiders here that can raid home teams off a loss of 40 or more. They cover it 64% the next week. The Raiders have covered four straight off conceding 42. So, uh, this is a good bounce back spot for them. Oh, well, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Raiders here, but if you're being on this game, you are an absolute Australian. Desperation on a Sunday afternoon. Who hasn't been there? Okay. Well, Thanks, Tom. I'll, I'll be betting on it. I doubt it. It'll be as a desperado. Oh, thanks, Dob Rob. Okay, NG, let's run through the last of the AFL games. All right, we've got uh, Richmond, North Melbourne. Richmond, $1.25. North Melbourne, three seventy five. The line is 26.5 over under 169.5. Yeah, send-off game for both Cochin mm-hmm. and Rewalt, so mm-hmm. they'll probably get a big crowd here. It is a dead game for both <coughs> sides. Both are out of the running. Uh, Richmond, little off six-day break might hurt them a bit, but I just think they'll get around and send off, so I'd be staggered if North Melbourne... Uh, we're partaking this game too strongly. Uh, they open 24, up to 26. I think this should be closer to 30. So just shading Richmond at this stage. And I think there'll be plenty of scoring. Last 10 straight now at the MCG have all gone over. So uh, shade the over. And I think Richmond might put on a show for two of their champions, sending them off. What a game. What a send-off for them. That's amazing. Okay, Sunday after. Oh, sorry, Saturday afternoon, we've got the Gold Coast and Carlton. Gold Coast, 228. Carlton, $1.60. Up the line is 8.5 over under 165.5. Yeah, this game in Cairns is going to be pretty hot, forecasting mm. around 29, 30 degrees at this stage. So mm. that might test the Blues a little, which is maybe why they look attractive odds at the eight. The market's very solid here. Um, Carlton are going for nine in a row, and they did absolutely bash uh, Gold Coast up uh, uh, not too long ago, around 14 by 59 points. So um, they kind of started their streak here. So I think um, Carlton have got a few injuries, but I think with uh, both full forwards coming back, maybe Mackay and King balances it out. I don't think it'll be a high-scoring game. I think there's uh, the unders has gone from 168 down to 166. I think it'll get closer to 160 as the uh, day goes on. But, yeah, I'm not, uh, it's not a betting game for me. Uh, I just think I'll watch and see if Carlton can make it nine in a row. All right. When was the last time they did that? Do you know? No, it probably wasn't alive. <laughs> All right. So then we move straight to St Kilda and Geelong. St Kilda, two twenty six. Geelong, a dollar sixty one. The line is seven and a half over under one sixty and a half. Yeah, it's elimination final. So both the Saturday night games are elimination finals. So you need two TVs uh, to watch both of these games. Uh, I think uh, Geelong are the side, even though it's at the dome, where obviously St Kilda are, are comfortable. They're zero and five covering the spread as outside of St Kilda, uh, so they're not in great form with that. Also off a six-day break as opposed to Geelong's eight, so they get an extra two days rest. Big stat here, Geelong have won 12 of the last 13 against St Kilda, mm-hmm. so they're pretty okay. dominant. I think uh, 
The market around seven and a half seems pretty good for Geelong. They get Hawkins back in. Uh, I think Geelong's a play. Geelong there for MG. Thank you. Now we go straight to the Western Bulldogs and the West Coast Eagles. The Western Bulldogs a dollar o two. The Western uh, the Weagles are at thirteen. The line is sixty five and a half over under one seventy three and a half. Why are we bothering? Yeah, why are we bothering? Well, the Bulldogs need a win to play finals. That's one of them. Um, their line's going from sixty two to sixty five. So clearly, uh, West Coast. Uh, They've given up for the year. They've lost 19 straight on the road and eight and nine of those by 40 plus. So not a game for me. Uh, I think the Bulldogs will do what they like. They do need a big win with percentage. So okay. expect this to could be another, another 100 points. Could be one for uh, top rope. He loves 100 plus. <laughs> okay. And now we've got Melbourne and Hawthorne. Melbourne, $1.25. Hawthorne, 385 The line is 25 and a half. Overrun, 167 and a half. Yeah, the markets uh, actually come for Hawthorne a shade here, 27 down to 25. It did get as low as 24, so it's bounced back a little. Um, big game here for Melbourne. Obviously, Hawthorne's season's over. Their last two weeks, they've beaten yeah. both Collingwood and the That's Bulldogs. That's what I'm saying. So How good? They're, uh, they're finding form towards the end of the year, so they're building into next year, so it's probably important for them. Melbourne have won their last six, including a draw uh, with Hawthorne the last seven games. So I'd expect... Uh, I expect Melbourne to get the job done here. They they need to bounce back after their loss last week against Carlton. Hawthorne, to note, they might lose Lewis, their full forward, and they lost Wingard as well. So mm -hmm. two big outs in the forward line. I think Melbourne get the job done. Okay. Thank you very much, MG. Now, the last game, Sunday afternoon, Fremantle and Port Adelaide. Frio, 240. Port, $1.54. The line is 9.5 over under 168.5. Yeah, 14th v. 3rd. Port had a very good bounce back against GWS. I think they uh, had their little form slump where they lost four in a row. I think they go to Freo and get this done. Uh, no bet yet. I think uh, sit and wait. We'll just see what happens. But, yeah, I think uh, Port might be the play. I don't think there'll be too many points in this game. But, yeah, just too important for Port to try and get a home final and Fremantle season's over. So we'll stick with the power at this stage. Mm, we're all over the power. Okay. Thanks to MG and Top Rope uh, punters. If you need the GGOA and the Stings, you can get that for GGOA, 33 a week. The Stings is 25 a week in the Little Birdie Live TV shop. The boys are all over it running into the finals. Thank you for having me this week. That is a wrap for Thursday Lines. Remember to follow us on YouTube, download our podcast everywhere you get good podcasts from. We are on um, socials. We are on Twitter and Insta, Little Birdie TV. Remember, all your footing betting action is at topsport.com.au. Join us next week. Have a great weekend. Bye, punters. Thank you.